Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. My Topsies is coming today. I keep going to the door and it's not here yet. Oh my God. So are you going to start eating it right away or do you have like a day where you can start eating it? No, no. The second it gets here, I'm eating it. Violet's not even home and I'm diving into the Topsies. And is it caramel, cinnamon, and cheese? Of course. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's good. (laughs) I know. I can't wait. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, right outside LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Today, we are going to share our best of 2023. Liz, we've never done a best of episode before. I'm kind of excited. I know. It's blown my mind. It's all our favorites from 2023. Speaking of favorites, Sarah, I want to give a shout out to my favorite sister, Gretchen Rubin. (laughs) If you are listening to this the day that it drops, it is Gretchen's birthday. So happy birthday, Gretchen. Happy birthday. It's also Jack's birthday in two days. And happy birthday, Jack. So it's a big birthday (laughs) month here at the Happier in Hollywood podcast. And Sarah, speaking of Gretchen, she is going to be on the podcast next week. You are going to talk about your happiness project revisited you're doing, and Gretchen's going to have some insights. So that'll be really fun. I cannot wait to talk to her. But Liz, first, before we launch into this episode, we have an update. It comes from Beth, who wrote in about episode 343. She said, I would like to suggest a reframing of your 2023 Thelma and Louise theme. Liz, I know how you love a reframe. She says, okay, so I have not lived the year in your shoes, but as a longtime regular listener, the description of your 2023 as fallow and dormant does not really seem accurate. It seems like a particularly negative take on a year that was actually very active and very cool. 
I know many things in the year sucked and felt awful and fallow and dormant, but what else did you do? Being on strike could be seen as something that reminded you of your own non-negotiable value in your profession and what you are willing to stand up for. It also sounds like being on the picket line gave you a chance to reconnect with many people and continue to build relationships in solidarity. In those ways, it seems like 2023 was a year of making connections and building a stable foundation. You also hosted the retreat at the Johnny Cash Ranch, and you made serious progress on the book, which is a huge new step. So it sounds to me, as your outside observer, like Thelma and Louise did a heck of a lot this year. They stopped along the way to build connections. They got their stable foundations set. They tried new things. They connected with their values. And all of those things are really great preparation for the roar that is to come. Well, Sarah, can Beth live in my head? This is I some know. great positive self-talk. I'm embracing this reframing. I love I it. I love it, too. And she does then say she doesn't mean that she doesn't want to acknowledge that bad things happen, um, but in many concrete ways, lots of good happened. Um, and you know what? Beth is absolutely correct. Yes. Yes, she is. It's just, it's the ta-da of it all. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we did, it, I think it looked different from what we were expecting. And maybe yes. it was a, di when we say alt Thelma and Louise, it was an alt to our alt. <laughs> yes, exactly. And Liz, I think we're very close to finishing the book, which is our goal before the end of the year. It may happen today. We'll see. You never yes. know. Fingers crossed. But I think then we have to really make a big ta-da out of that yes. because that will be a huge thing for yes. this year. Yes. And of course, we will report on this podcast when that happens. <laughs> yes. All right, Sarah, let's just dive into our best of 2023. Look, we've, we're saying our favorites. Sometimes we have a lot of favorites and we're just picking one. But let's dive in to our favorite nonfiction book. Yes. My favorite nonfiction book this year was Burn It Down by Maureen Ryan. She wrote the book about, uh, you know, how lots of very unpleasant things, including sexism and racism and all these really unpleasant elements of Hollywood are affecting the business and have affected it in the past. And it was a challenging read, I think, for people who work in this industry, but it is an excellent book. And she has a lot of proposals in the second half about how to make things better. And she's an incredible journalist and a great writer. So that's my nonfiction pick. Okay. My pick is going to be Number Go Up by Zeke Fox. It's about the crypto industry, something I have absolutely <laughs> no part in and never will. But I've always been fascinated by it. I feel like he wrote a book that really kind of explains what crypto is. Anyone who listens to the podcast knows I'm fascinated by Sam Bankman-Fried, who was at the head of a huge crypto company and is now in jail awaiting sentencing. And Sam Bankman-Fried plays heavily into this book. And I just thought it was a really fascinating look into the world of crypto. And, you know, I love business things. So that is my pick. And then, Liz, we have our favorite fiction novel. My favorite was Tom Lake, and i it's very possible I'm influenced in this by the fact that Meryl Streep read the audiobook and I listened to it, and it was just so excellent. But Tom Lake is my choice. Yeah, and that's by Ann Patchett, who we love 
here on Happier in Hollywood. You know, I almost never read essays, but I love Ann Patchett essays. And the minute one comes out, I'll read it. <laughs> My pick is The Wife Between Us by Greer Hendricks and Sarah Pekkanen. Now, I have to say, Sarah, this was not written in 2023. So I'm <laughs> kind of cheating here. But the reason I just really wanted to pick it is because I read it in 2023, and it was really my entree into the genre of female-centric thrillers. And that is what you and I are writing, a female-centric thriller, and we really wanted to familiarize ourselves with that genre. And so I read The Wife Between Us. It was so good, and it really just started me down the path. So I had to pick it, even though it was not written in 2023. I think we can set our own uh, rules for this, Liz. (laughs) Yes. Okay, good. And now, Sarah, favorite movie. Uh, My favorite movie, I got to go with Barbie, Sarah. I'm a Barbie head. I mean, I can't blame you. I saw it with Violet and, and one of her friends, and we all Loved it. It was such a fun movie. It had a great message. America Ferreira, I mean, the speech that she gives at the end, I think, is something every woman who has ever lived has felt. I loved it. And what was your favorite movie? Elemental, which is a Pixar animated movie. I just loved it. I found it so sweet. And again, great message. It just was, it looked beautiful. Love that movie. And I think it was considered uh, kind of a flop, but then over time, because of word of mouth, it's actually Mm. become a success, which is great. I'm very happy for that movie. Well, and I would say about Elemental, I think you saw that with Anna, your stepmom, and Violet, and you all liked it. So I'd say that would be a good pick over the holidays if people are looking for that family movie that everyone can watch together. Absolutely. Yes. And then, Liz, our favorite TV dramas. Mine was The Night Agent on Netflix. Full disclosure, the show comes from Sean Ryan from The Shield, who we know and love. And what I loved about it is I just couldn't stop watching it. I just watched, I started it, and I just kept going till it was done because I didn't want to stop. Yeah, and Sarah, I should point out, you have not been watching a lot the last, let's say, five to ten years. (laughs) Exactly, since Violet was born. (laughs) Um, So for you to sit down and really get through something fast, you know that it's bingeable. Yes. Yeah, and I really like The Night Agent as well. And then, Sarah, of course, my favorite, R.I.P. Succession, the last season of Succession. I absolutely thought it was incredible. I loved how they approached the last season, how they just executed it. Love Succession. One of my top five, maybe top three shows of all time. And what about our favorite TV comedy? Let's go there. So, Sarah, my favorite TV comedy is something I just watched, I think, last week. It's listed as a comedy. I probably would have listed it as a drama, but it is in the comedy section. And it is called Physical on Apple TV, starring Rose Byrne as an aerobics instructor in the 1980s. Talk about binging. I mean, I binged this. My niece Ava told me about it. I had never heard of it. And she's like, you must watch this. I went home, watched the whole thing in three days. 
Wow. And of course, I can't get Olivia Newton-John's voice out of my head now because of yes. that <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. song. <laughs> um, and many Olivia Newton-John type outfits are featured in the show. Excellent. I remember doing aerobics with you, Liz, in high school, and you had some of those good outfits, too. I did. Body by Schlieby, baby. Yes. <laughs> and then my favorite comedy is Somebody Somewhere. It stars mm. Bridget Everett and Jeff Hiller. And I think it could also be under drama. It's just that Bridget Everett and Jeff Hiller are hilarious, but they're also so just, they just pull you in and make you feel Every emotion from like excruciating pain to sympathy to hilarity, they're just wonderful. And the show, you know, it's set in the Midwest where we're from. So I think that also makes me love it a little bit more. But even if you're not from the Midwest, this show, it's just so beautiful and funny. And if you like music, she's a really great singer. Yes. And she sings in the show. And we should mention that is on Max. And that is a must-see, must-see TV right there. Now, Sarah, this is interesting. You have a favorite pilot episode of a show. Yes. My favorite pilot episode of the year was Fall of the House of Usher. I loved the pilot. It was so intriguing and mysterious and scary and creepy. And the performances are just unbelievably wonderful. I have not, I have to say, loved the episodes that follow. I've watched Mm. several more episodes, and I still like it, and I'm going to finish the season, but the pilot is so good. I mean, it's just so good. All right, I got to watch that. Yes. All right, Sarah, coming up, we are going to get into one of my favorite topics, our favorite reality (laughs) TV show, but first is break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. I don't know about you, but we're always looking for ways to get our kids involved and give back in our local community. That's why we're excited to tell you about Student Visionaries of the Year, a campaign by the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, which is the largest nonprofit organization dedicated to creating a world without blood cancers. Student Visionaries of the Year is a seven-week philanthropic leadership development program for high school students. Participants form strong teams and fundraise in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. I would love for Violet to do this program when she's in high school. 
This program is transformative. It not only helps students develop valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship, not to mention it looks great on college applications, but most importantly, it's also a chance for them to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on blood cancer patients and their families. You can learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or even nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students. All right, Liz, this segment was made for you. I don't know how you narrowed it down to just one, but what is your favorite reality TV show? All right. Yeah, Sarah, this is very hard for me. Very hard because <laughs> I love so many. All of the Housewives, all of survive, the survival shows. But I am going to pick The Traitors. Okay. The Traitors is, I think it started in the UK. There's an Australian version, an American version. It is hosted by Alan Cumming. And it is a competition show um, sort of based on the old game Murder, where it's a last person standing show. And I absolutely love it. I'm obsessed with it. I'm constantly checking to see when there's going to be another season. And that is on Peacock. How about you? My favorite, it's a classic, is The Great British Baking Show. I love reality shows that are pleasant to watch and bring joy and pretty things into my life. <laughs> and this show does that a thousand times over. It's This last season was so good. I love the cuteness of the person who wins. I was very happy for this person. So great British baking show. Yes. Great British baking show. Yes. It's a very calming, pleasant show. Yes. All right, Sarah, another favorite topic, favorite podcasts. Yes, and we have to say, because this is a podcast, we have a lot of podcast favorites, so we actually divided this into several categories. But overall favorite podcast for me is More Perfect from WNYC Studios. It's a podcast about the Supreme Court, which might sound a little dry, but it's not dry at all all. It looks at the Supreme Court and court justices from a lot of different angles. There's an episode about reporters of the Supreme Court. There's an episode that kind of takes a deep dive into Clarence Thomas. It's really fascinating and really well done. I should mention that Gretchen and I just did a more happier about her time clerking for Justice Sandra Day O'Connor, who recently died. Yes. If anybody is interested in that. I could hear her stuff about the Supreme Court all day. It's just so interesting. Yes. Sarah, I'm choosing a podcast. I think I've mentioned it on the show called Powers That Be from Puck. It is about the intersection between entertainment, politics, tech, fashion, and it's just a daily five-day-a-week podcast. It's usually less than half an hour. They cover two stories. And I just like it because I feel like I I learn something every day. So I'm choosing that because I listen to it every day. And then Liz, you have a favorite true crime podcast. Yes, I am calling this a true crime podcast. It might fall under the subcategory of a con, you know, true crime con podcast. <laughs> it is Scamanda. And it is about a woman who faked having cancer 
A lot of people do this more than you would imagine. Apparently. It's called Scamanda, and anybody that I've recommended it to has then texted me and said, oh my gosh, I cannot stop listening to this podcast. So if you're wanting over the holidays to listen to something, you know, that will just really keep you engaged, Scamanda. And then I don't have a true crime podcast favorite, but I do have a favorite Audible series, which is Slayer, a Buffyverse story. I talked about it on the podcast before. I just love hearing all of the voices of the original characters from Buffy. Charisma Carpenter is in it. James Marsters is in it. It's just so fun to hear them be those characters again. So that's my favorite. Speaking of Buffy, Sarah, we have to say hats off to Allison Hannigan, who, quote, slayed on Dancing with the Stars. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yay, yes, Allison. she did. <laughs> All right. Well, Sarah, no favorites list is complete without me having a favorite Housewives podcast. Um, Because, you know, I listen to probably five different Housewives podcasts. Today, I'm going to pick one that I think people may not have heard of that I have not mentioned yet on the podcast, which is called Drama Darling, hosted by Amy Phillips. Amy Phillips is somebody who's an amazing impersonator or impressionist of the housewives. She can do all their different voices and intonations, and she is hilarious. So she does recap. She talks about the housewives news and often in their voices. So it's just, and she's just a nice person. Like when people sometimes say to us, oh, you feel like a friend in my ear. Amy Phillips is like my friend in my ear talking about the housewives. Coming up, we're moving away from our favorite media to our favorite other things. But first, this break. Okay, Sarah, we are back with our favorite things, our, the best of 2023. Um, and we are going to talk about our favorite beauty product. What is your favorite beauty product this year? Well, I am getting very into skincare this year, and my favorite beauty product is the TheraFace Pro. I sprung for it. It's It costs more than I would usually spend for a beauty product, but it's so wonderful. It has all these different attachments, red light, blue light, purple light, different massagers for your face face. I do it every night. It's just, it's so relaxing. And and I have to say, my skin is looking good. It is looking good. And so this is like a thing that's, it's like a device that you run over your skin, right? Yes. And it also, because it's a, it's from Therabody, you know, the massage gun company. So it also does that to Mm. your face at the same time. And they do have a thing that does the, I think it's called EMS, where the electricity goes Mm. through your face and it's supposed to make your skin firmer and more toned. I don't know if that's happening. Maybe it's (laughs) supposed to get collagen going. Yes. So anyway, that's, I just love it. Okay. My pick is something smaller than that. It is Dry Bar Liquid Glass Moisture Rich Miracle Smoothing Seal It. My goodness, how is that for a name? That's a lot. It's something that I spray on my hair before I dry it that improves the blow dry. I'm still working on the best way to use it. I've really gotten into hair care products this year, and it really improves the look of my hair my hair is kind of hard to deal with. So that is my pick. 
and I am excited to improve even next year in 2024 how I style my hair. Nice. Okay. And then, Liz, what's your favorite item of clothing? Okay, so I mentioned this on our gift guide list, but I think for sort of combination of the price and how much I wear it and enjoy it, it would be the Uniqlo Easy Cargo Pants. There was like $40, black, very light, very light cargo pants. Um, And I just love these pants. I should probably buy another pair to have in reserve. It's that kind of thing. I think I've seen them several times. You have. You have. (laughs) What was your favorite item of clothing that you got in 2023? I got a dress from Natural Life. And what I love about it is it can be worn anywhere, anytime. Like, I could wear it to a casual lunch or I could wear it to a meeting. And it's kind of all seasons. It's red, but it's cotton and light and has three-quarter length sleeves. Works in the summer, works in the winter. It's just like the dress that you look for that's easy to just throw on, which I've never had. And I'm so happy to have it in my closet now. A question, can you wash it in the washing machine or do you have to get it dry cleaned? Yeah, you can wash it in the washing machine and iron. Or right. steam. I don't I don't iron, I steam. <laughs> I have also seen that dress a few times. Yes. So both you have. of us are, are wearing our favorite <laughs> item yes. often. Okay, Sarah, what are our favorite shoes that we've gotten this year? I feel like I would be sort of fundamentally dishonest if I didn't just admit that my favorite shoes are my Hoka's. I, I mean, they came through this year, man. We we all wore our Hoka's. I love mine. I have, I think, three different colors now. I just, I'm a Hoka person. Yeah, Adam adopted the Hoka's recently. Nice. Yes, and you know, he's a sneaker person. Yes. Uh, my favorite are the black Arizona shearling Birkenstocks. So these are the two-strap Birkenstocks that have soft kind of fur in them. I love them because I can wear them as it gets cooler and still feel like my feet are warm in my Birkenstocks. As a longtime Birkenstocks fan, I'm very happy that you've come over, Liz. Oh, yes. I've got more <laughs> Birkenstocks of many types than I any person should have. I definitely, <laughs> your thing of getting a new pair of Birkenstocks every year is definitely something that I have adopted. <laughs> and then, Liz, we have our favorite little thing with big impact. Yeah, so what is yours? My favorite little thing with big impact is a salad bowl that I bought at Circana, our favorite Ojai store. It's on the main street. It's a wonderful store. And, you know, I'm trying to make more salads. So one thing I thought would help me be motivated to do that is if I have a really beautiful bowl to make salads in. So the last time I was there, I got this absolutely beautiful salad bowl. The outside, they told me, is crushed um, duck egg shell. Mm. And it just has this, like, cool feel and look. And it's wood on the inside. And every time I take it out, I'm excited to make a salad. So that's my little thing with big impact. Now, Liz, what about you? Okay, well, first of all, you have to post a photo of that in the Facebook. Oh, I will. Okay. Mine is very fitting because my my word of 2023 was scale. And my favorite little thing I got with a big impact was my new bathroom scale. It's the Inevifit... 
I-N-E-V-I fit bathroom scale. And I just love it. I love when I get on it, the feel of it, the look of it. It flashes the number in uh, green uh, digital numbers, and it just gives me pleasure every time I get on it, which is probably not something a lot of people say about their bathroom scale, but there it is. No, I was just thinking that. Like (laughs) Most people try to avoid their scale, so if this brings you joy, (laughs) that's incredible. (laughs) I love my scale. (laughs) What was our favorite activity this year? What was yours? My favorite was starting to volunteer at the Ventura County Animal Shelter. I have really loved being able to do that. I try to go in at least once a week, and it just brings me a lot of joy. And my favorite, Sarah, has been restarting Mahjong. You know, I love my Mahjong. The pandemic just absolutely destroyed my Mahjong habits, And now I'm back at it, and that gives me great joy. And then, Liz, we have a favorite team activity. Tell everyone our favorite team activity. This year, our favorite team activity was our Happier in Hollywood retreat at the Johnny Cash Ranch in Ojai. We had the greatest weekend. It inspired us to want to do so many more retreats. It was the refreshing rejuvenation that we needed after the strike and connecting with people. So that was our favorite team activity. Yes, and I think the biggest part of it, other than the Johnny Cash Ranch is just super cool and fun, is the group of people who came was just so fun to spend the weekend with. It was a really fun week to connect with other writers. Yes, and we still, we have our our text chain going thusly. (laughs) Okay, next, Sarah, we are going to do our favorite restaurants. My favorite new restaurant in the Valley is Bakari in Sherman Oaks. It is a tapas place. It has an amazing atmosphere. I think I've been there three times in the last six weeks since I discovered it. So that's a Bakari in Sherman Oaks. And then I have a favorite Ojai restaurant, and I'm moving away from the big popular restaurants like the Duchess. Rory's is a local restaurant that's very fancy and nice. And doing a like more local hidden gem restaurant, which is Zadie's. It's on the Seoul Golf Course, which is the public golf course here in Ojai. And it's kind of hidden away in there. And it's my place where I go, like, to write on Monday, and I've taken you to lunch there. Violet loves to go to lunch there. It's just, it's it's open and big and has great views, of course. I just love it. Now, when you took me there, I kept saying, this is so pretty. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe this is your where you're going to write. This is yeah. just so nice, but it's very casual. It's a great place. Yes. And finally, Sarah, what is our favorite accomplishment? We have each accomplished much. I mean, this takes us back to our intro, Beth pointing out that we have done a lot in 2023. Yes, thank you, Beth. What is your favorite accomplishment of 2023? My favorite accomplishment is that Last week, this is it took to the end of the year to get here, but it really was a 15-year journey, I would say. I bought a used Pilates reformer, which is something that I have wanted for more than a decade. I have dreamed of having a Pilates reformer. It's my favorite form of exercise. 
It's so beautiful, Liz, and I love it so much. And there was a used one on Facebook that a friend of ours was selling. You saw it and texted me. And I'm just, I'm so, so happy and excited that I have this now. Yes, and you've already started your exercising on it, and you're loving it. I love it. Now, Liz, what about you? You have a huge accomplishment this year. Yes. So, Sarah, in case anybody has missed it, I've talked about it a million (laughs) times. My goal this year was to hike Ryman Canyon. First, it was 50 times. I ended up upping the number to 100, and I hit my 100 very recently, So I've accomplished my goal. And Sarah, I have heard from so many people congratulating me. So thank you, everyone, for reaching out. It's really sweet. Made me feel so good. Adam and Jack accompanied me on my 100th hike. And I just, yay. Yay for me. Yay for you. And few things have made me happier than seeing you post that picture on Instagram. I'm literally about to cry right now. Because first of all, you, there you are, you're like on Fryman Canyon doing this huge thing a hundred times in a year. And I loved that Jack and Adam were right behind you. It just, oh, it just hit me right in the heart. Oh, it was really, really sweet. So yeah, we had a good year. I think we, back to what Beth was saying, Sarah, and we did accomplish a lot as a team. Yes. But it's interesting that the thing that means the most to each of us is more in the happier and less in the Hollywood. So yes, it is. lesson for the ages. Absolutely. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, our favorite executive producer of 2023, Chuck <laughs> Reed. And thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow Sancola Sound on Instagram at Sancola Sound. And thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin and Side Hustle School. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram and threads at S. Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Sarah, I may have a new favorite reality show. Oh, no. Uh, Paris in Love. Our friend Michelle was just on me telling me I had to watch, I had to watch, I had to watch. I watched, I loved, I, the show needs awards. Oh, gosh. So good. Will I like it if I watch it? Yes. Okay. You must watch. Okay. There's a lot of mother issues, Sarah, which you're interested in. That's my lane. Yes. From the Onward Project.